Welcome to the You Go Miss O podcast, an ongoing conversation with Miss Oklahoma as she discusses her life as the reigning Miss O. Style, service, scholarship, and success weave their way into conversations that engage and empower you. So what are we waiting for? You Go Miss O. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the You Go Miss O podcast. I'm Sunny Day, Miss Oklahoma, and as always, I'm glad you're here. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to give you guys a brief update of what's been going on in my life since we've last talked. So some pretty exciting news. I went to Atlanta, Georgia with some of my directors, and I have officially designed and solidified my Miss America wardrobe. I am so excited to show you guys. Um, I feel like both of my gowns perfectly describe who I am, and all of my dreams are actually coming true. Imagine that I really got to pick out my Miss America dress and got to go back to school and tell my students about it. And speaking of that, the next update is that I have officially started back in the classroom. School started just a few weeks ago, and I have been really busy balancing life um, as Miss Day and Miss Oklahoma. And this year I took on a new role at my school and also will be on the leadership team working with my principal to make our school culture a better environment. So I am busy, but I love everything that I do. And lastly, staying on track with school, my school tour has officially kicked off. I did my first school assembly last week. And just two days ago, I sent out emails to principals and superintendents and I've already gotten several responses. So I am excited to announce that I'm already booked a full week in October with school assemblies. And I look forward to hearing more responses from other principals. So before we begin today's episode, I do want to provide a disclaimer. This episode includes discussions about mental health topics, including suicide and substance abuse, and that may be triggering or uncomfortable for some listeners. If you need help or someone to talk to and you're in the state of Oklahoma, call 988 to be immediately connected to someone who can help. And if you're outside of Oklahoma, check what resources are available in your area or call 911. So today's topic centers around mental health, like I said, some resources that are available and some self-reflection as well. And today's guest is Bonnie Campo with Oklahoma Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Welcome to the show, Bonnie. Um, will you tell all of our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Hey, Sunny. Yeah, my name is Bonnie Campo. I recently joined the Oklahoma Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. You know, I formerly worked in state government and just had a passion for helping people, also worked in the local media and just knew I had such a platform that I could share and create some change. And now we're working in a critical way to save lives in Oklahoma. I love that. I think that your work is so important. And the more that I've learned about you and what your organization does, I am just really proud to be an Oklahoman and to know that we have these resources available for people. So you and I have recently partnered to produce a commercial where I was able to share bits and pieces of my own mental health journey and talk about how 988 has impacted my personal life. So to start things off, can you tell our listeners exactly what 988 is? Yeah, so we work with a number of influencers, right? So when we heard your story, we absolutely wanted to partner. We do that with OU quarterbacks, OSU quarterbacks, influencers throughout the Oklahoma City metro because we are trying to shed the stigma that's associated with asking for help. 
So 988 is just a direct three-digit lifeline that connects you with trained behavioral health professionals to get the help that you need. Sometimes we think that help is so out of reach, but 988 is available through call or text. So really, we're trying to reach a bunch of different people in a bunch of different ways and say it is okay to ask for help. People that you would consider role models, like Miss Oklahoma, are asking for help, and it's completely normal. Just like you would take care of your body, please take care of your mind. Absolutely. I think that's so important. I love following y'all social media because some of the people that you guys share in their stories, I never would have imagined that someone like that um, would be struggling with some sort of mental health issue. And so it kind of normalizes it. It makes it human and it makes it okay. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're all people. We all have our struggles. I truly think that we have one universal thing in common, and it's that we're all trying to make it through life. And so I love that you guys um, are willing to share those stories and that people are comfortable enough around you guys to share their stories as well. We definitely tell people that no struggle is too small. Like In other states, they do use 988, right? It's a national initiative. But the way it's marketed in other states is often as a suicide crisis line. What we do differently in Oklahoma is saying, anyone can call. If you were in crisis, call. If you had a bad day and you didn't know who to talk to, call or text. And the reason that's so important is it's easier to reach people whenever they're not in crisis. So we feel like we can have those earlier conversations to connect them to a doctor if they want to start that journey earlier, rather than at a point whenever it's just really hard to see what's going on in their life and and how to move forward from that. You know, I love that because my experience with 988, when I called them and talked to them after my grandmother passed away, it opened up a whole different conversation about this trauma that I was carrying that I didn't know. The reason that her death hurt me so bad is because it was an overdose and it was something that I have grown to be so familiar with um, as a child, as a child and adolescent and as an adult. And they introduced me to NA. I had never heard of that. Um, and they told me that that was something that I would greatly benefit from. And so I learned about Alcohols Anonymous and other groups um, that you can be a part of that connect you with other people who have gone through some of the same experiences that you have as well. And, you know, it's not surprising for some, but very surprising for others that accidental overdose is now the leading cause of death in the United States for those between 18 years old and 50 years old. Um, We're trying to tell people that because it's something that's not often talked about. And so it's a really hard line whenever people are in crisis and, you know, they're taking medications to feel better, right? Is that someone that had a back injury years ago? Is that someone who, you know, is drinking, trying to numb the pain of some losing someone close to them? Um, but it is something that we're just seeing more and more of. Yeah. Accidental overdoses is, is climbing. Suicide is climbing. And we absolutely have to do something about it. And so working with individuals who have a platform to say, you know, it is normal for asking to ask for help. Um, that's our whole goal and message. And so we say being human is hard. Um, is one of the hardest things we will all collectively do together. And we just went through something really hard, like the pandemic. That is something that we can all understand. And it made it more approachable to talk about mental health coming out of something like that. And so what people do need to know is that 988 is confidential. You know, we try to ask you questions like, you know, where are you located just in case we need to provide services to you where you are, right? Like what it's available to you in your neighborhood, Um, but that information will never be shared. I I don't see caller information. No one on our team sees that information, but if you needed to be connected to resources, they will take that. It does also provide us information about, you know, what 
counties in Oklahoma are struggling quite heavily. And, you know, in the metros, because of population size, we do see a lot of calls into 988, but it's all aggregate data. Um, And you are connected with trained behavioral health professionals. The call center is right here in Oklahoma City. As we were starting that journey, other states are, you know, not doing the same thing we're doing. We put that call center right in Oklahoma City. So it's Oklahomans helping Oklahomans find resources that are available to them. And we're leading the way in that. We're very proud about the direction we took because it was a, you know, we could have just crawled along and kind of said, okay, we'll do this step and this step and this step. But we just kind of went for broke and decided that it's people need help now. So let's figure it out, right? Like, what can we do? And so um, with talented professionals, um, with resources like 988, We've been able to put access to so many more people. And then our back-to-school events, which we partnered with you on, were incredibly successful. We reached about 25,000 people just traveling around Oklahoma, setting up a table at their back-to-school fairs and said, hey, we're here. Let's have a conversation. And so being front and center in the communities, that's what's creating a difference, right? It's bringing the people to the table that otherwise wouldn't know about it. And so newspapers, you Mm -hmm. know, (laughs) you're going to see it there, broadcast, podcast, Um, We are trying to be everywhere all at once. And you guys are doing an amazing job at that. I um, am very proud to be from Oklahoma and to know that there are resources like this, not only as someone who struggles with mental health myself, but having so many loved ones who struggle with substance abuse, that there is that confidential resource. What I love about you guys is you're not just capitalizing on being a suicide hotline or a mental health hotline. You are also a substance abuse hotline. And that right there solidifies the fact that substance abuse is, in fact, a disease. It's an illness. Um, And that's something that I've had so many conversations and, unfortunately, arguments about throughout my lifetime and having witnessed people struggle with substance abuse and um, the cycle that it's created in my family. So um, it's very important to me. And I'm thankful as someone who knows so many people who have and who will benefit from what you guys have to offer. I appreciate you saying that and sharing your story. Again, like normalizing that is a big part of our approach. We know that 90% of people who contact us through the mental health lifeline, those calls are resolved. They leave feeling better than they were. We can send in-person resources to them if they need that. Um, but just simply reaching out and saying, how do I navigate the system? So, okay, I'm ready.org is where, um, people can go to order free naloxone or fentanyl test strips right now to help prevent some of those overdoses. Um, but you can call 988 and say, I need help with that too. And, it, and it's one of the reasons we see that people call. Um, so we have a, a vending machine initiative. If people haven't seen it by now, it's on many, many billboards across the internet system or the interstate system, but it's naloxone saves lives and expect fentanyl. And it goes right hand in hand with 988 is oftentimes mental health and substance use can coexist. And we tell people 90% of the time um, people get help, evidence-based treatment, they get better, right? And so we just have to afford them the chance. And it is treating that as a medical condition rather than a stigma, but fentanyl is so powerful these days. If it's in a pill, like for students, say, you know, Adderall, people think it's traditionally in, in pain pills, and it usually is. Um, but even in Adderall, right, one pill can change your life. And that is not what students know. That's not what most people know about substances these days. So we've had to do a lot of education and awareness to say, it's not who you think it is. And many times, um, EMS workers are responding to some of the wealthiest neighborhoods in, in Oklahoma, 
right? And so our approach was um, with the vending machines and 988 and others was how do we reach people that, you know, don't necessarily see it in their communities right now or think that it's somewhere else. This is about normalizing it so that it's available to everyone, you know, regardless of, of how educated or where they are about the stigma in their communities. Um, we truly believe that we've seen a, a tremendous amount of support and buy-in um, over 40,000 calls in the first year that 988 had launched in 10,000 text messages, right? That is in just year one when most people are still trying to find out about it. Um, I'd say that surpassed our expectations, but in the best possible way, because the number one reason um, people used to call was self-harm or suicide. And that was a very reactive, how do we help you? Now, the number one reason for calling is coordination of care, meaning they're trying to find that doctor resource in their area. So Oklahomans are taking care of each other. And we think that's incredibly encouraging. I will say I got a little emotional when you were talking because when I first discovered you guys, it was because I saw your commercial about the vending machine. And um, it immediately made me emotional because I lost um, my high school sweetheart um, in high school and I lost my best friend and my grandmother all the same way. And I know for a fact that if I would have known about that or if someone around them were carrying that, that their life could be saved. And I know a lot of people are hesitant, um, but I've heard of it working. I've seen it working. And I know people that I love that would still be here today um, had that resource been available sooner. So I love that we're providing that. Um, it's a really big step for our state. And I think it's important that we address that there is um, an opioid epidemic here, an overdose epidemic, um, and it's continuing to grow and it leads to so many other issues. And it's really hard for people to get out of that. And I think it's simply because, again, people don't look at them as human. Um, people don't understand that the circumstances that get them to where they are um, to have that lifestyle, but things can change. So as a teacher, I have to ask, what limitations do you have on callers? Can youth call? Can veterans call? Is there qualifications as to who can call in and seek help? Anybody can call because it's confidential, right? And so we support kiddos. We always want to make sure the family's involved if they can be. When you call 988, they're also going to ask if you're a veteran, but it's not necessary that you state that. Um, it just means sometimes that there are more options available to veterans in their healthcare systems that already exist through the government. And so they'll say, hey, we can treat that on the veteran TRICARE side. Um, but because of stigma, you know, we'll never know. But we're okay with that. It's more important to provide hope than know exactly who falls into what bucket. Um, again, you can decline to answer any of the demographic questions. We'd like that information only because it helps us know, okay, maybe Oklahoma County needs more support for depression or anxiety, right? If you kind of say, I'm an 18-year-old um, who needs help. So, Sonny, you might know, this is the first year that the legislature... Um, they had passed a bill last session, but this is the first year that 988 is printed on school ID badges. And so now more than ever, parents and kids are going to see 988 and wonder, what are those three little numbers about? Well, they're just about, if you ever need them, call, text, right? We're not demanding everybody do it, right? Just those who need the extra support. If you don't have that, we don't want anyone to feel like, what do I do? Just like kids remember 911 when there's you know a law enforcement crisis, 
there's a mental health crisis, no matter if it's now or 10 years from now, those numbers could save your life. Um, my story with 988. So a lot of people don't know, but when I called you guys, it was actually one week before I competed at Miss Oklahoma in 2021. It was during the pandemic. I The Miss Oklahoma journey was rocky because it got postponed for a year. And then my grandmother overdosed. And when she overdosed, there was really no one in my family who was able to take on the responsibility. So I was teaching virtually and at the same time on the phone with the hospital, probably 14 times a day, checking in on my grandmother because she survived her overdose um, for a little bit. And um, I remember I couldn't go to the hospital to see her, but I would drive every day to drop things off. And she was completely incoherent. She never knew I was there. She never knew what these things that I was dropping off were. And it was really hard for me to grasp that I couldn't see my grandmother. And you mentioned um, people having to be the strong one. I've always been the strong one. I'm the big sister. So when everything happened when I was young, I had to put my big girl shoes on and be tough for my brothers and sisters and be tough for my mom because she was struggling. And at the same time, I was, in a sense, parenting my dad. Um, and then I went through this and we had to make the tough decision to let my grandmother go because there was no reversing from her overdose. And I literally remember saying, I can't compete at Miss Oklahoma. I'm not strong enough. I am exhausted. I am heartbroken. And I don't think that I, I can't walk on that stage and pretend that I am happy and sunny and everything is perfect. And I called you guys. And I remember one thing that they said is, well, how did your grandmother feel about Miss Oklahoma? And I immediately reverted to all of the Facebook messages and posts that she would repost of me on Facebook and all the text messages she sent me supporting this dream. And I said, I'm going to do it, even though I feel so weak and so hurt and so broken. Um, I'm going to do it for her. So you guys gave me the opportunity to compete on that stage that I would have never been able to be on. Um, and you helped me heal through something and realize that I was strong and, and all I needed was someone to listen to. They didn't give me advice. They asked me one simple question and it changed the trajectory of my life. If I wouldn't have competed at Miss Oklahoma in 2021, I wouldn't have competed in June. And I wouldn't be Miss Oklahoma today. And I am Miss Oklahoma. And I'm so proud of that. But I'm also proud of the fact that I am an imperfect person. And I've gone through struggles. Um, and I hope that any little girl or boy in Oklahoma listening um, or that gets to meet me this year realizes that um, no matter what pain they've suffered or what they've gone through, that they are strong enough um, to go through it. And they can still become who they want to be. I mean, you're very kind, right? Because we love supporting people like you. But even asking for help is the bravest thing you could have done. So that vulnerability and I feel weak, that's just your gut telling you to do the thing you know how to do. And so we tell people all the time, right? Like that little voice is your intuition and you know what direction to typically go. And and tomorrow needs you. Tomorrow needs you so much. And if we just remember that, then all of a sudden help is much easier, right? And if you're on the, the cusp of saying, well, I don't know, I'm still uncertain. Is this for me? I'm unsure. We tell, we see calls from people, you know, like you mentioned with substance use, with depression, with anxiety, domestic violence, family relationship issues, self-harm and suicide. 
um, paranoia, psychosis, um, emotional distress, financial stress. These are all issues that we see people call in about. Like there, there's not one reason, you know, if it's impacting your mental health, please call, right? These people, we hear it all the time. I don't want to be a burden. This call center was set up so that you could take that burden off your back and talk to someone about it. You are not a burden. That's what we tell people all the time. And and I'm glad to see your journey. I think it's so encouraging for many others who think like, how do I even take that first step? And that's why we wanted to make it three numbers, right? You are three pushes of a button away from starting that journey. So we know everything you guys do. Um, You guys are so supportive and you have the resources, but I also want to encourage other people to get involved. So what can people do to be involved in 988? So if you go to our website, you can see some of the events we go to pretty regularly. If you just want to come out and say hi and find out some more, um, you know, we are everywhere all the time. And I'd like to tell my team that um, because we are small, but we are mighty and we are crossing Oklahoma one way or another. Um, but we do, we, we ship out items, you know, posters. And and like I mentioned, all the other fun stuff, um, to classrooms across Oklahoma, to businesses, we go do speaking engagements. Um, right now we're doing our mental health first aid training for both youth and adults. You have to be 18 to sign up, but those are the groups we're trying to help and, and really bring attention. So like, if you want to be involved, we will have you (laughs) in one way or another, It's about spreading this message. And the smallest thing you can do today is just have a conversation with someone you care about and ask them, are you okay? I appreciate you joining me today and being willing to talk about something that is so important um, clearly to both of us. Is there anything else you want to add to wrap up? Um, Just go sunny day for Miss America. I, one, love your name, but two, like, you know, when I heard you and people don't know our story, but I read about you in a newspaper and I fangirled so hard because I was just like, this, this girl is speaking to my soul. She gets it. She, you were someone that represented older women that previously didn't compete. Yeah. Right. But more than that, someone who reflected their community you know, a teacher, someone who wanted to work in, in a particular school district to help kids and, and normalize asking for help. I was just like, okay, girl, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up on Instagram. How's this going to go? And so like, I just DM'd you and I don't even think I waited a day, Sunny. And you were like, I got this, (laughs) let's go. And so the people of Oklahoma could not have a better voice Mm -hmm. to represent them on that stage. That means so much. Thank you. Um, but I appreciate you and I hope to continue this partnership and I can't wait to continue to see what else you guys do for our state. Thank you guys so much for listening. As you can tell, 988 and Bonnie are absolutely amazing. Um, If you are someone um, that you know is in need of help, you've now heard it from both of us. You can dial 988 to be instantly connected to someone who can help. Um, That is all for this episode, friends, but I want to remind you that you are exactly who you're supposed to be and you are so loved. Um, I love you. And until next time, you go, Misso. Thanks for listening. Find out more about Miss Oklahoma and the topics you heard today by going to missoklahoma.org or connecting with us on social media. 